Section 9 of The Meadow Sprite and Other Tales of Modern Germany. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Meadow Sprite and Other Tales of Modern Germany. The Wonderful Organ by Richard von Volkmann. Translated by Gertrude R. Scottenfels. Years ago, a young organ maker lived in Germany. He was a master workman, and each organ he built seemed more perfect than any of the previous ones. At last he reached such a point of perfection in his art that he built an organ which played of itself whenever a bridal pair, of whose marriage God approved, entered the church in which it stood. Just about the time he completed his masterpiece, he became acquainted with a young girl who seemed to him the most beautiful and pious maiden in all the country round having wooed and won her he set about making preparations for the marriage on the day of the wedding they entered the church the bride with her bridal bouquet and the groom with a nosegay in his buttonhole followed by a long procession of their friends and relatives but the bridegroom's heart was filled with naught but pride and ambition he had no thought of his bride nor of his maker he thought only of what a wonderful workman he was and of how the people would marvel when his organ began to play of itself thus he entered the church but contrary to his expectations he himself did the marvelling for to his surprise and chagrin the organ remained silent what had happened he never once thought he had anything to do with it of course the fault must lie with his bride no doubt she was not pleasing to the lord he thought in his stupid pride so all day long he spoke no word to her but glowered at her in silence and when evening came he quietly gathered his belongings together and at his first opportunity stole out of the house and deserted his bride he travelled for many hundred miles and finally settled in a strange land where no one was acquainted with him nor indeed cared enough about him to inquire whence he came here he lived for ten long years then he was seized with a sudden longing to visit his native land. There was also a nameless fear in his heart. He could not stop thinking of his beautiful bride and of how he had so basely deserted her. Where was she now, and how had she fared during his absence? He tried in vain to still the longing in his heart, but it finally drove him back to his native land to sue for her forgiveness. He gathered up his belongings and set out on his journey he knew no pause nor rest weary and footsore he wandered day and night and the nearer he came to his old home the greater grew his impatience to get there and even greater than his impatience waxed the fear in his heart that perchance he might not find her as sweet and friendly as she had been at length the turrets of his native town rose into view how bright they gleamed in the golden sun they seemed to beckon him to hasten he began to run as fast as he could people stood still and stared after him as he sped by they shook their heads and declared he must be either insane or a thief to run like that when he reached the gate leading into town he met a funeral behind the bier walked a long procession of people and everyone was weeping he inquired whose funeral it was and why they wept so bitterly he was told that the departed was the deserted bride of their former organ-maker they then proceeded to tell him how dear and good and beautiful she had been 
They told of her many good deeds, and as he listened, he learned that her last ten years had been devoted to caring for the sick and unfortunate. Tears rose to his eyes, but he made no reply. Instead, he bent his head in reverence and joined the procession. Indeed, he even pushed his way forward and helped to carry the coffin. No one recognized him, nor sought to disturb his sobs and tears with untimely questionings. Perchance they thought he had but recently buried someone he loved. At length they reached the church, and as the pallbearers crossed the threshold with the coffin, the organ began to play of itself in such music as none had ever heard before. They set the coffin down before the altar, and the stranger leaned against a pillar, listening to the wondrous tones. Higher and sweeter and clearer they rose and swelled, until the whole church shook and trembled. The stranger closed his eyes, for he was tired from his long journey, but his heart was filled with joy, for he knew by the token of the organ that God had forgiven him, and as the last strains died away in lingering sweetness, he fell lifeless to the marble floor. The people hastened to his assistance, but he was beyond all need of earthly help. When they discovered who it was that lay before them, they opened the coffin and placed him beside his bride. As they closed the lid, the organ began to play once more, but this time it was as soft as a breath of wind. Then it ceased, and since then it has never again been heard, except when played by human hands. End of chapter 9